0: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are your humble real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome back.
1: Thank you. It's great to be here, and it's going to be an exciting and extremely beneficial show, so I can't wait to get started.
0: You guys can tell already that Julie wrote the outline for today's radio <laughs> show, can't you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of my You can tell myself. in the way <laughs> she
0: described it, <laughs> extremely beneficial. Hmm.
1: I, I hear an extra tell, high...
0: Huh? Well, I, I hear more energy and enthusiasm out of you, Julie, versus when I am the one that creates the outline for the show. Any quick <laughs> It could be.
1: It could be. Carefully. Yeah, it could be,
0: right? <laughs> so <laughs> today, ahead. Julie, what is the topic of today's radio show?
1: All right. So today is, per special request by many of our coaching clients, what is the perfect prospecting environment? What does that look like? So we're going to talk about so that. W- what should be in your money-making environment? Go ahead.
0: So before before we deep dive into that, let's just... this disclaimer out there Um, there are literally dozens and dozens and dozens of ways to generate leads for your real estate business there are some uh, lead generation methods that are preferable over others Um, preferable in that they are easier quicker more efficient better quality leads and most importantly the cost of the lead isn't so out of whack with um, you know, basically the overall economic, uh, you know, viability of that sale. So some of you guys have gotten into the situation where you're buying leads and you really, and hopefully you listened to the radio show the past few days, you, you haven't really accepted the fact that, hey, you know what, when you buy leads and sometimes there's not a lot of profit left over, and so buying leads for many of you simply is not a smart financial thing to be doing. But then you're stuck with the question, what the heck am I, I going to do, Tim and Julie? What am I going to do to generate leads for my business? I don't know how else to do it. Everyone seems to be talking about buying buyer leads. Everyone seems to be talking about, you know, Facebook ads and all this other passive stuff to generate business. I need help doing something that's going to create leads for my business without having to spend money to do so, and that's the heart of today's radio show. Now again, let's be clear, there are easily, and we teach you guys when you join our coaching program, over 50 proven lead generation methods. And Julie and I are actually going to be adding more lead generation methods over the next couple months, um, and some of those do involve buying leads. Some of those involve doing some things that are more traditional, like farming. We show you how to do that. Traditional as well, centers of influence and in past clients. And a lot of the other things we teach you are not traditional, things that maybe not a lot of agents know about, except if you're at the very top of the real estate game and a true top producer. Then you'll probably have figured out some of these other ways of generating business. But At the university, we teach you over 50 ways to generate business. And like I said, it will probably be closer to 60 or 70 within the next 90 days or so. Um, The main focus of today's show is really helping you guys wrap your minds around the fact that picking up the phone and learning how to prospect is and always will be the, not just one of the, but the most profitable and efficient uses of your time when you're focused on truly building your business. And the other thing is that this is one of the um, I'm not going to say uh, this does require skill, it does require focus, it does require you taking your uh, business as seriously and, and accepting the fact that you are a professional salesperson. There are some mindset shifts that go along with being a very good prospector, um, but once you accept the fact that learning how to pick up the phone, learning how to actually call unrepresented owners or more traditionally called for sale by owners, learning how to call expires, learning how to call centers of influence and past clients, learning how to call notices of defaults, learning how to call for rent by owners and all the other types of folks we ask you to call using our scripts. That will result in you taking uh, uh, listings the quickest and oftentimes the cheapest, because there is no real cost associated with picking up the phone. So what we're going to do is we're going to, on today's radio show, tell you how to set up the perfect prospecting environment. So Julie, what exactly does that mean?
1: Well, actually, it's great that you asked that, because it can mean different things to different people. Really, what we're talking about is getting yourself into an environment that is productive, meaning that it leads to appointments, which lead to paychecks. Now, when we talk about prospecting, some people have an image that pops to their mind. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to chain myself to my desk, and I'm going to strap that headset on, and I have to call for sale by owners, unrepresented sellers all day long, and oh, gosh, I'm not thrilled about that. Well, that may or may not be one of your spokes. Of course, we recommend talking to people who are unrepresented, seeing as how you all you know, allegedly sell real estate for a living, and here's somebody handing you their phone number. It just kind of makes sense, but I will. And the that, ha- that you
0: know has a house <laughs> to sell. They're, right they're standing in their front yard, practically <laughs> saying, "Help me sell my house." You know. Well, you know right. what, Julie? Let's do. Let's do go down that road because it is really quite okay. funny. You know. Yeah. If you guys go and if so, Julie and I are speaking at your local real estate event, and, and you know when this happens, because it probably will, and you're going to be in the audience. We're going to ask this question. I want all of you, I want all of you to remember. Uh, that we're telling you this because it's kind of funny, right? So if we, we're going to ask you guys, if we had a list, this is the question we'll ask from stage, right? So if we had a list of, say, 50 or 75 people in your community that absolutely positively wanted to sell their houses now to the point where they were literally, you know, waving their arms up in the air saying, please come help me, in essence, what would you pay for each of those leads? What would you be willing to pay for question. that lead? Yeah, isn't that funny? I mean, that's the mindset mm-hmm. of most agents, right? I have to buy the yeah. lead. Well, I'll answer the question myself. Some of you are paying, for those of you who do buy listing leads, um, you're paying 25%, 30% of the commission. And if you're in you know, most of America, your average sale price is, say, 200 grand. and the average commission is, say, 600 grand, you know, your experience may vary, but you're talking about a very significant portion of money, 1500 bucks, $2,000, bucks. you are willing to pay for a listing lead, right? That is traditionally how it's done. Now, there are some other ways you guys are getting listing leads, but let's just, it's safe to say that most of you are willing to pay, and, and we'll stand in line to pay. Remember, mm-hmm. when we're talking in front of your local real estate group, and we ask this question, just notice how your fellow agents... A react you'll have agents throwing out huge numbers 500 bucks, 1000 bucks, 1200 bucks and then some will say you know it depends on the sale price and i'll say 500 grand how much did you pay for that listing And they'll say 2500 bucks right okay mm-hmm. so then this is the next part when you almost always do this 20% live we'll say well guess what i have a, li- a list right now of those 50 or 75 folks in your immediate market that have to sell the houses and i'm going to give the list to you for free and by the way you can get this list for free anytime yourself it's called all the local for sale by owners. You know, as we say, uh, we call them unrepresented owners. And here's the funny thing that happens when you say that. All of a sudden, and I don't get this psychology, to be honest with you, I never have. But all of a sudden, as soon as we were to say that, then I want you to remember you're, we're in this room together, right? You're in the audience. And then I want you to look around at all the realtors that had their hands up in the air. They're willing to whip out their credit cards and buy these leads from us, you know. As soon as we tell them that they're these for sale by owner leads... Then all of a sudden they go, like, it's almost like you let the air out of a balloon. They go, oh, for sale by owner lead. You know, guys, think about that. That is 100% mindset. So, all of a sudden, they went from enthusiastically uh, having a mindset that I'll buy a seller lead. Oh, heck yeah, I'll pay you 25 or 35 or 40%, some of you guys are paying for a listing referral. But then I say, okay, well, that listing referral is going to be, you don't have to pay me anything, and it's an unrepresented owner. But all of a sudden, that in a lot of your minds becomes like of no value. Why is that? Help me understand. Help me understand, all of you out there who are saying, I want to build my listing inventory. I want desperately to learn how to be a listing agent. Why did you drive by three Fisbos on the way to the office today? Help me understand why your mindset about Fisbos is the way it is. Julie?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it just makes sense. I always tease agents, like I said, there's a phone number. Don't they all love to complain about, oh, it's hard to find expireds because there's no phone numbers. Well, here's somebody handing it to you. So that's, perhaps part of your prospecting that you'll be doing. Now, I think that you're thinking about your environment. Also, you know, even lead follow-up. Some of you guys have 20, 30, 50 listings, and you have the 800 number, 800 home hotline deployed on your listing. you got brochure boxes on your listings, and you have lots of incoming calls and emails and voicemails and people to follow up on. So this applies to your lead follow-up environment as well. So whatever your spokes are, your pipelines of business – in real estate you are going to be needing to call people back yes absolutely you are so how can you get yourself into the best environment for success well I always have fun with this, Tim asking agents to send their before and after pictures and I'm sure you have those conversations with your coaching clients as well what is the typical before look like in our standard coaching clients office can you paint me a picture the before picture
0: here, I'll get, if it were on a cable TV show and, and, and it was, uh, you know, here would be the headline. Next on hoarders.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Where there's goat pads through stacks of paperwork and old files that haven't been looked at in years and maybe <laughs> for, 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 forget that you ordered. <laughs> yeah.
0: Forget-me-not seeds stashed in the corner. Uh, calendars, old calendars from
1: 1998.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, the other funny thing is how many of you guys still have tapes you know tapes that you oh, bought yeah. at some seminar, and, and yeah, in 1972, mm-hmm. and you know all this other crazy stuff. And you're it just it for is some right. Next on hoarders, we're going to visit the offices of <laughs> the agents hoarders. in the country. That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it might be a fun exercise for our listeners to go ahead right now with your smartphone. You got, you know, you've got it sitting there on your desk. Take a picture. This is your before picture before listening to today's show about perfect prospecting environment. And then you're going to have an after picture. And actually, Tim, I've been collecting these on our clients, and we're going to post this on Coaching Essentials along with this outline some sample pictures of before and after because it, it is quite the transformation. So ask yourself. Yeah, so ask yourself what does it look like right now? Before and after pictures are good for you and we are always accepting those so feel free to email them or facebook them to us because it's always fun to see. So here's a saying before we get started on specifics that applies to this. Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Proper previous planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Now this is what we call the 7 P's saying. And what does this Say to you, well, if you expect to be setting appointments today, you got to properly previous plan how you're going to do that, which means things like, let's get on to our points. You have your goals clearly posted on your wall. Well, why is that important? Because you got to stay motivated and excited and have lots of energy and enthusiasm, otherwise nobody's going to want to work with you. So post your goals. We have you do that in the treasure map. And also we recommend, of course, your goals being expressed on a dream board. That way, when you're trying, your subconscious is talking you out of dialing the phone, you look at your dream board and you go, you know what, the only way I'm going to get to those three rental properties that I claim I'm going to buy this year is if I set more appointments and have more commission dollars so I can have that down payment for those homes. So I better get cracking. Versus looking around at your goat paths and avalanches of stuff you're never going to use, which tends to demotivate. So post your goals clearly on the wall. Have your dream board to keep your motivation level high. Next is your wipe-off board, your whiteboards, as we teach you in the coaching essential stuff. Existing coaching clients know what we mean. This is where you're tracking. If your goal is to have 10 listings, you've got a wipe-off board that says 1 through 10. And if you've only got 3, guess what? That's going to motivate you too. So next is, what is your phone setup? So Tim, what do you recommend for your phone setup that will enable them to walk around and have their energy be high?
0: Well, let me pull the phone that then I'm walking around with, uh, trying to keep my energy high out of my pocket. Um, and right. Julie and I, as you guys can imagine, have gone through droves and droves of different kinds of phones and headsets over the years. Um, trust me when I tell you that we burn through phones and headsets, as do all of our coaches. It's a constant challenge, you know. These things just all of a sudden stop working, but the ones that work best, ironically, are some of the least expensive. Um, you can go to Amazon and buy a Panasonic I'm trying to figure out which model this is, but really any of the latest Panasonic cordless phones. Um, and then the key to making it work is getting a matching Panasonic headset. That's kind of a strange little piece of advice there, but it's true. For some reason, the Panasonic headsets work really well with the Panasonic phones. Again, we've been down that road so many times and wasted so much money. This really is the best solution. So to Julie's point, it is important that you have a cordless phone, um, because it allows you to uh, – now, some of you are going to have to have corded phones. I realize that. But if you're going to have a corded phone, that's too. Tr- that's going to be okay. Just have a long line. Like if you're prospecting in your office, it's going to be hard to have a cordless phone. Uh, but have a long line if it's wired. Um, and then, you know, uh, have a headset on. That's really what matters. So you could also just have a have a super long headset that is wired. Don't risk a good prospecting call on a Bluetooth headset. That's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, for
0: sure. Have – but the bottom line is, and really however you go about accomplishing the goal, the bottom line is, is that you have to be mobile. Um, you know, There's been all kinds of studies, all kinds of different research uh, that have proven this, but when you're in action, when you're walking around, you are going to get better results because your energy and enthusiasm level is going to stay high. I know that Julie and I literally walk around the entire day when we're on either coaching calls or we're coaching our coaches or we're just having conference calls with you know whoever, we never sit. It just doesn't happen because when you sit, your energy just kind of drains right out of your feet. If you've never noticed that, start noticing it and then notice how much better you feel when you're walking around. You know, it's funny, if you've not done it before, walking around and talking is not a skill that all of us have, but try to work on that or at the very least make it so you're using a stand-up desk. Jules?
1: That's right. So to your point, Tim, the stand-up desk is, is important. Sitting down and trying to have energy and enthusiasm is nearly impossible. And wh- if you haven't tried that yet, test it out on your next calls, whether those are expired calls or their lead follow- up calls or your center of influence calls, you'll be more excited naturally because you have to be more active walking around. It's going to come out in your voice. So ways to do that? Well, there there's actually stand-up desks you can find on Amazon. You can, if you're a home office person, maybe your kitchen counter is the right height and you get yourself set up there so that you're walking around. I remember we used yoga balls for a while because you can't recline on a yoga ball, right? So if you have to be at your desk, at least not be slumping and reclining. So figure out what's going to work for you. What's not okay is being surrounded by your piles of junk and in your recliner and, you know, attempting to set appointments. That just doesn't work. And that could be, for some of our listeners, like 50% of the issue. So next is, what are you going to say? Let's say you've got your office cleared out. It's all cleaned up, looking great. You've got your phone set up. You've got your goals. You've got your dream board. Now what are you going to say? Well, you need to have your scripts either posted on the wall, or for those of you who have funky office situations, which is some of you, you're on the road a lot, what have you, at least have a three-ring binder or some kind of um, you know, protected script book Ideally, though, it's on the wall at eye level, again, forcing you to have to stand up and walk around. So make sure that your scripts are posted. You're less likely to be winging it and more likely to actually be setting appointments. So you've got your various scripts that go with your different spokes, your different avenues of business posted on the wall. I also recommend that you have your buyer and seller pre-qualification scripts posted on the wall so that when you do set an appointment, you can look right over at your next line of scripts, which is... Okay, it's a buyer appointment. I've got to go through my buyer prequalification, making sure that this is worth spending my time. If it's a seller, you're going to go through those seller prequal questions, and you won't have to call them back, dig it out, and do another follow-up. Urgency equals abundance. So the faster you're on top of these things, the more likely you are to get a paycheck. Cut out the constant follow-up, oh, you know, I'll just call them and prequalify them later. No, just roll right into it. If you have your scripts on the wall, it's so much easier. So, Tim, what about having a mirror in their office? Why in the world would an agent want to have a mirror? I mean, is this so they can primp and preen their feathers before their appointments?
0: Well, maybe a little bit, right? But you know what's interesting is you can tell when you're listening to somebody whether they're smiling or not. Ever thought about that? True. Mm -hmm. So, you can actually hear someone's emotions. You don't have to see them to know how they're feeling or thinking. So, if you're looking at yourself in the mirror, Uh, that's by your desk while you're prospecting, and you look like, you know, somebody that should be, you know, frankly, taking a nap, well, chances are, you have no energy and enthusiasm on the phone. Chances are, you're not going to be setting any appointments. Guys, look, this is really, a lot of this is just psychological, you know, at the end of the day, learning how to prospect, accepting the fact that you are a salesperson, this is is all the, the the muscle you need to be focusing on the most is your mind and just opening your mind to the possibilities of the fact that yeah you know what there really is nothing to be scared of a lot of us have at the end of the day what's uh, classically called psychological fear it's ego based fear that prevents us from actually picking up the phone and doing things like that and doing things as we're describing to you so now Julianaire the, the intent of today's radio show obviously is to give you the mechanics give you some of the fundamentals and how you can start you know, employing of these things. So let's say, for example, you're like most of you, and you're saying, well, the idea of doing this type of work scares the bejeebers out of me. Here's a little suggestion for you. If you're going to wait around for that fear to go away before you actually start doing it, it's never going to go away. So you're listening to Julie give you some specific step-by-steps on how to set up your perfect prospecting environment, So even if you're not convinced you're going to do it yet, i.e. pick up the phone and prospect, even if it's to your centers of influence and past clients, take what she's asking you to do seriously and set up the environment. So again, psychology, right? So as you see yourself setting up your environment, as you see yourself posting the scripts on the wall, getting your stand-up desk, getting your cordless phone or headset, going through the motions of someone who is going to prospect, all of a sudden your feelings about it, the psychology surrounding it is going to start to shift. And then you'll get closer and closer to actually having the comfort level necessary to just pick up the phone for the first time. The fear that you guys feel, feel about doing this is not real. Real fear is the type of fear that you feel when you're, say, for example, avoiding an accident or when there's something really that's going to cause you bodily harm. And you have that surge of fear, adrenaline-based fear. Okay, that is the real design of fear to help you prevent Uh, you or a loved one experiencing some sort of hardship. But that same type of emotion, that same type of reaction, uh, is often triggered when we're thinking about doing things that will cause a psychological fear, the fear of rejection, the fear of what's going to happen if they say this, and I don't know how to say that. Those fears are what are holding most of you guys back from becoming incredibly successful, not just at prospecting, but also being competitive. In other words, going on listing appointments, Uh, also doing the types of things necessary for you to become really successful. It's all these psychological ego-based fears. The first step always is going to be to take the actions necessary to to accomplish the task. And then what happens along the way, again, is the psychology starts to shift. So as you're listening to today's radio show, even if you're one of the most of you who thinks that I'll never actually do this, uh, in terms of picking up the phone and prospecting, go through the effort of actually setting up your perfect prospecting environment and then notice how your mindset as you're cleaning up your office, as you're doing what Julie asks you to do, starts to shift. And how all of a sudden you start saying, you know what, maybe what Tim and Julie have been telling me forever is true and maybe actually picking up the phone isn't that big of a deal. Jules?
1: That's right. So do you, and part of the mirror thing is do you actually look like someone who makes the money that you claim you want to make. Do you look like that person? Do you look like somebody who is making lots of appointments today and taking great care of your clients? Or do you look like somebody that this might as well be your basement office and you might as well be in your pajamas if you're not actually in your pajamas? Which is it, right? So acting as if, Tim, to your point, act as if you already are that prospecting professional and the likelihood of you actually monetizing that goes through the roof because you look in that mirror and you go, you know what? I do, I got, I got my prospecting outfit on. I have a coaching client, Tim, that says, uh, zip, zip. I have uh, zipped myself up into my protective outer clothing, and I am a prospecting superstar. And that's her mindset. She's not actually zipping up like a sleeper or something, right? She's just mentally saying, zip, zip. I am protected. Nothing is going to bother me. I'm going to get to work. And she looks in the mirror. She gets to work. So do you look like someone that people want to do business with? Do you look like someone who's setting appointments today? And some of you guys are really, really great at that. And that's why I've been collecting the after pictures of a really powerful prospecting environment. So kudos to you for having done a great job. Those of you who are on track or ahead of your goals are the ones who have implemented this. So nice job. So next on our list is have your, for example, Mojo Dialer ready to go have that all organized, know how to use it, and really implement that the way it's meant to be implemented. That's going to fall into the category of proper previous planning for events, pitifully poor performance. Well, Mojo helps you be more efficient, so make sure you got that ready to go. If today is a past client call day, then you've got your past client list. Some of you who have assistants, your assistants have been trained to actually hand you those top 20 phone numbers that you're going to be going after today. So proper previous planning, have your lists ready. If you're somebody that doesn't actually have your past client center of influence database put together, we've done calls on that on the radio. You have lots of coaching uh, coaching clients on our website. So get that in order. And if you haven't done that, an easy way to do that and still be prospecting is just decide that part of that process is you're going to call five past clients every day, asking for their email addresses, updating their other address information, and that's your excuse to be on the phone. So even if you don't have a great list together, that's not an excuse other than to get yourself on the phone and clean up the list. So be ready with your various collections, you know, Mojo, past client list. Maybe you're working for Rent by Owners. You've got that screen up. And then uh, also, in terms of being really ready to make this work, have your MLS on. Some of my clients, Tim, and I've seen this in some of the office pictures, they've got a dedicated computer that is only on the MLS at all times. That's different than what they're looking at on their database. So they've got two screens going and they always have the MLS at their fingertips in case when they're prospecting, they need to say, absolutely, it's my pleasure to look up that comp for you. You don't have to say, well, I'll call you back with that information. Again, urgency equals abundance, so be ready to execute on this. So set up your computer or computers the way you want it to be. And then another good idea to have in terms of your mindset stuff around you is things that keep that energy up and that keep you in energy and enthusiasm mode like your favorite motivational quotes, for example. Music that you like in the background that's not too obtrusive to your calls, right? So things that you really like that keep you in the zone you need to be in. So what makes you tick? What makes you feel like being a great business person? All of you guys have songs that you like. You have quotes that you love. Maybe family pictures in front of you. A lot of my coaching clients have the goal of paying for their kids or their grandkids' college education, so they have a picture of uh, the grandkids on your, on your desk and your prospecting area. So surround yourself with things that make you happy, not things that drag you down like clutter and like, you know, awards you got back in 1978, stuff that don't matter, stuff that doesn't matter anymore. So your goal is to get yourself into perfect, prospecting position so that you can make the commission checks it's going to take to meet or achieve your goals and then last but not least is affirmations so maybe on your mirror you take your sharpie or your wipe off pen from your wipe off board that's right there and you actually write i am the best agent for the job of helping the person i'm about to call some of you guys are great at making the calls but i especially my newer prospectors they they always say I feel like I'm being apologetic on the phone. I feel like I'm I'm just kind of barely getting there. I'm getting on the phone. That's better. But I just feel like I'm kind of apologizing for bugging them all the time. Well, if you have written on your mirror, I am the best agent for the job of selling your home. I am the best agent for the job of finding your dream home. You're going to sound less apologetic and believe more in yourself. And when you do that, you will set more appointments. Make sense, Tim?
0: And remember, the other mindset that we always want you guys to have with you is being of service, and that's another thing that it's a little ego removal tools. If you're writing down and remembering that your highest and best use is being of service, and then you know, literally say to the folks, you know, or say to yourself before you pick up the call. Now we're getting into some more of the technical aspects of how to prepare yourself for calling, but that's fine. But you know, again, how can I be of service to you? I'm here to serve. So when you have that mindset, the fear-based ego thoughts that sometimes will prevent you guys from actually picking up the phone, the, oh my God, what are they going to say? What am I going to say if they say this? What am I gonna, what's going to happen if they say, blah, 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 blah. you guys run the whole worst case scenario thing in your head, you know, and that mm-hmm. obviously will prevent you from actually ever taking any actions. Well, Notice how if you're saying to yourself and you start to believe, my highest and best use is to be of service to others. The purpose of me picking up this phone right now is, yes, to help this person get this home sold, but also because I know I will be of service to them. I know I'm going to co- help them accomplish their goal uh, financially. In turn, that will help them fi- uh, accomplish their goal uh, for their families and, you know, and everything that comes from that. So that's the main thing to remember. Is All this stuff, guys, at the end of the day, if you think about it, is essential. it's a system that you can copy. Everything that we're asking you to do is things you can you can replicate. Thousands of folks have gone before you and you have a very, you, you know, there are a lot of ways to generate leads, but if we're being honest, there's only a handful of really proven paths to becoming really successful in the business. If that's truly your goal to become really, really successful, don't kid yourself there really aren't that many ways to go about doing it there's just a handful of ways of going about doing it so save the time of trying to discover that path yourself let us help you request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com freecoachingcallsforagents.com Julie I believe you still have some points left for today
1: Uh, that's basically it I had a couple of uh, double points there that I skipped so we are there my last parting point is to play the hang-up game when you're doing this, when you're actually making the calls, and then we'll wrap up. So last is, last but not least, the hang-up game means you're not allowed to hang up. Only they are. That means you've got to ask really good scripted questions and actually listen to the answers and actually close. So don't be so quick to look for reasons to hang up. And when you play the hang-up game, that makes you a little bit more frosty, paying attention more, making sure you're closing, engaging, having lots of energy and enthusiasm. So I think, Tim, the main thing with this is when you have followed the coaching from today's radio show, you know, agents are going to feel more energy and enthusiasm themselves, which means they're going to be better on the phone, set more appointments, and they're going to actually feel like being in their office instead of wanting to get the heck out of there.
0: That's right. And also, guys, remember, um, one of the basic tools that all of you should have is absolutely positively mojocells.com so you absolutely positively need that that's you know you need your computer you need mojocells.com you need a working phone you need a headset our scripts then you're ready to go that's the core basic elements of what you need to learn how to you know be a prospector it's not any more complicated than that guys so many of you right now it's the time of year where people are starting to say okay oh my gosh you're either way ahead of your goal some of you i know a lot of our coaching clients are going to absolutely double or triple what your goal was And certainly what you've ever probably earned in your careers before. And others of you are saying, okay, I'm on target. I'm just, you know, it's not ahead, not, you know, below, but I'm right on target. And then I would say, frankly, probably about 50 to 60% of you are saying, oh, my God, it is almost April. I haven't really got my business started yet. These are the types of things, what we've educated you guys on today, and really virtually every radio show, they're designed to help you wherever you are on that little small spectrum. The main thing that has to happen now is you have to take action on this information. Information by itself is nothing other than, you know, it's useless. It has no value. Everything we're educating you guys on, hopefully, everything that we're coaching you on, only has value when you implement it. So please, start implementing this information. Start taking action on what we're suggesting you do. It really does work. Of course it does, or we wouldn't be asking you to do it. Again, anything we can be doing for you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching.